Well, good morning. Welcome to New Vine Community Church. We're glad you're here. And if you're new here, we always we start so- by singing some songs to God and telling Him that we love Him and appreciate Him. So I'll say a quick prayer and we'll get started. Heavenly Father, uh, we just thank you and praise you, Lord, for saving us and loving us and teaching us and, and all the stuff you do for us. And just help us to focus on you, Lord, to free up our minds from all our weekly and daily worries and just focus on you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be wise? Much wider than so. There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Sin stains are lost in its life giving flow. There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the land. There is power, power, wonder working Buried to dark Calvary, 
Let's turn around and say hi to somebody. My name's Allie, and we're glad you're here. If you're new here, go ahead and pick up one of these forms from the seat back in front of you, fill it out, and drop it in the offering bag as it goes through. 2023 Women's Retreat is coming up this September. Registration is open now. Payment plans are available, and registration is fast and easy. See Cindy or Shonda at the information table for details. Our next baptism is Sunday, June 25th at Carmony Park. Come celebrate with those getting baptized in the creek at 2 p.m. See you there. Thanks for watching the announcements. If you need any more information, go to our website or pick up a bulletin. Thanks for being here and enjoy the service. All right. Good morning. Good morning to the rest of you. How are you? Good? I'm right here. I'm sorry. Where is he at? Had to get my tea. My son Mark had a coffee back there and I thought it was my tea and I picked it up and took a drink of it and that was bad. I mean, it was, I don't even know if he puts anything in it or not so anyway um is everybody doing okay no funerals this week so good we're i'm good so far yeah so i've been doing funerals like crazy so we did the one for jim mears it was real a really nice nice service and then uh, jim mears has been in our franklin town forever and he was mayor and did all kinds of things for our town and uh it was really cool in the funeral procession you went by the fire station and all the fire trucks were out. And you went by the city building and all the workers were out. All the police were out. It was really cool. I thought it was a neat thing for his family. But keep praying for them. We saw Susie last night. So just just pray for them and, and uh, pray for Steve Warner too. Because Beth, you know, went to heaven. So, so this is a big adjustment. Okay? Well, let's say a prayer and we will take up the offering. So, Lord, just thank you that we can give to you. Thank you you gave Jesus for us. Use these gifts, Lord, to glorify your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus. 
All right. Well, we did the parade. We uh, carried the giant flag in the parade Monday. The, the flag, if you've never seen the, the flag, it's as big as these two sections. So it's it's crazy. So anyway, it was good. The next thing coming up is the 4th of July. So we will be in the parade and we'll give away 2,000 bottles of water. So if you want to help do that, just get ready to run. So that's that's the deal. We finished our series last Sunday on the 50 Easter to Pentecost. We looked at uh, Pentecost Sunday and talked about the Holy Spirit and how important the Holy Spirit is in our life. And so today we're starting a series called Summer of Love. Right? Anybody old enough? Some of you, you guys aren't old enough to remember the Summer of Love. Uh, it was actually 1967, 68, you know, 69, but 67, I think, on, on the Internet will tell you that. But we're going to talk about the summer of love, and we are going to look at scriptures that talk about love. And uh, so Jesus even said, you know, he says, uh, the only way people know we're disciples is if we love each other. And so that's the deal. Is that okay? Well, it's what we're going to do all summer long. So it'll be great. So let's say a prayer, and we will read the scripture together. So Lord, just thank you for your word. God, I pray you'd help us just to apply it to our hearts, Lord, that we would not just learn it, but we'd learn how to live it out. In Jesus' name, everyone said, amen. So in Mark chapter 12, verses 28 through 34, I think it'll come on the screen. Will it come on the screen? Huh? Okay, well, good. Let me just, I'll read it to you out of my Bible then. No, that's okay. I'm going to read out English Standard Version anyway. It's different. Mark 12, 28 through 34. Here we go. We always use NIV in here, but I, my devotion every day is out of English Standard Version. It's sort of like a, a modern King James, okay? Um, give you a background. The Sadducees were asking Jesus about the resurrection and who would be, they were trying to trick him. And Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. And that's the old Baptist joke, right? That's why they were sad, you see, right? Boom, boom, you hit the thing. Uh, um, so they're trying to trick Jesus, and, and uh, there's this woman says, they give an illustration, she's been married, I forget how many times, and who will she be married to in heaven? And Jesus said that she'll be like, like the angels. She won't be an angel, but she'll be like angels. People don't become angels when they die, okay? They don't get their wings when they die. They go to heaven when they die, okay? So that's a pet peeve of mine on Facebook. I went, no. But anyway, um, it's my upbringing. Um, but anyway, so they're arguing. So then some Pharisees come up. They see Jesus. I gave them a pretty good answer. And so they, they want to ask him. So here we go. Verse 28. One of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another. And seeing that he answered them well, asked, which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. The second one, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to him, You're right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one and there is no other besides him. And to love him with all your heart and with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbors yourself is much more than all the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, You're not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. So that's a good, a good verse to read, right? Uh, so we're going to talk about that. If you could sum up life in one sentence, now this will just blow your mind, I think. If you could sum up life in just one sentence, you know, what would your sentence be? You know, I, I looked at different things. I even put it, I even asked Google. You know, I got like 50 different responses about, you know, what's the most important thing in life? 
But to, to, in Jesus' day, uh, the Pharisees and, and the scribes, the most important thing was the, was the Old Testament. The most important thing was the Mosaic Law. And the, the laws of the Old Testament were about 613 different laws. And so, uh, a thing that rabbis would do, they would try to sum up the different laws and they would try to come up with the best one. And so, it was not an unusual question, but this guy comes to Jesus and I think he has two motives, you know, I don't know, I'm just think, thinking that one, he, he's, he's going there as a representative of the Pharisees and he wants to mess Jesus up and see if Jesus will mess up the law because that was an important thing. If he messed up the law or went against the law, he would be a heretic. But I think the other part may be he really wanted to know what Jesus was about. And, and so he comes and he asks those questions and, and Jesus answered him with the, the Jewish prayer. It's the Shema. It's, it's the Jewish prayer that they pray every day. It's, it's, uh, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Elonai Hachei, right? You gotta spit, speak Hebrew, but, but it means here, O Lord, the Lord your God is one. And so that's a common Jewish prayer that they would do all the time. And so, um, Jesus summarizes it and, and he gives them a good answer. But, but religion has a way of piling up. You know, and, and all the different things that are kind of added on to, to different things. And, and tradition on tradition and rules and creeds and all those things. And this guy wanted to know what is the essence of what Jesus taught and what is the essence of the Old Testament. And Jesus says to him two things. Love God and love people. Now let's summarize. I could just kind of quit right now, right? Because when I talk to people... Uh, outside the church, and I do that all the time because I talk to everyone. Mark makes fun of me uh, because it tells me I, I would witness to a wall. But anyway, and I have. But anyway, uh, now I tell people, you know, the Bible says, you know, we're supposed to love God and we're supposed to love our neighbor, and it kind of sums up it. And I said, and the church made up all the rest, you know, with all the rules. And so the guy comes to Jesus, and 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 Jesus gives him that answer. And we call it the Great Commandment. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we looked at the Great Commission which is to go into all the world and to baptize and teach them everything that Jesus said. And this is the great commandment. So my question is this. How do you love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength? And so how do you do that? So we're going to look at that just for a couple minutes. And so the first thing is this. We have to love God passionately. All right? Uh, that's that's just the deal. And that's our heart. Um this is going to be a strange question here, but we'll see who is honest. How many have ever been in love? And if you're sitting by that person, you better raise your hand. All right, good. How many are still in love, right? Uh, when you're in love, you do stupid things, right? Come on, right? When you're in love, you kind of lost your mind a bit. And, and you do stupid things and... Uh, uh, you, you want to see that person, you have this burning inside you, you want to hear their voice, you want to be with them, you think you're going to die if you're not going to be with them, right? I remember uh, Liz and I were dating and I, I went away to college. And I remember the night that I went away to college, you know, uh, I was only going to Kentucky like two hours away at Georgetown College. And and uh, we cried and hugged and kissed and all that stuff and and I went away to school. And the next morning, I got up and I hitchhiked home. That's stupid. Okay, Liz's dad got really mad at me because he said it was dangerous. And if I wanted to come home, he'd come and get me and all those kinds of things. And and uh, you do stupid stuff, right? Uh, but you, you kind of go back to that, 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 that love that you have in your heart, that, that feeling that you have in your heart, uh, that first love. Sometimes people 
get stuck, I think. I think I put this. When you lose your first look. Wait, go, did you get, put up the picture of me and Liz? Was talking? There, there's a cute couple. Look at that. I was 10 and she was 8. <laughs> so we've been married 50. How long this this year? 52 years? Wow. Yeah. I was 20. She was 18. And that's at the Westside Baptist Church in Hamilton, Ohio. I was a youth pastor there then. Um, but anyway. So you do stupid stuff. But sometimes... Uh, we kind of get sidetracked spiritually. So when we lose our way, I put this in my notes. When we lose our way spiritually, the way forward is the way backwards. Now that's a crazy statement, I know. Uh, but but the deal is this. You, you have to go back. In, in the book of Revelation, there was a church. And they were doing all kinds of stuff. And Jesus speaks to them. He says this. He says, you've lost your first love. That you need to repent and go back to how you were at first. And I think that's true in all of our lives. Sometimes we can be a Christian for a long, long, long time, and we can kind of get stale, and we go through all the emotions and all the church things, and we've lost that passion inside. We've we've lost that 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 first love. You know, um, I think about that at different times, and and I think about uh, following Jesus, and I I I know. Um, I know when my heart changed as a follower of Jesus. Now, as a little kid, my dad was a Baptist preacher. I went to church all the time. I, I made a commitment to Jesus when I was nine years old. And, uh, and if you've been around for a long time, you know this next story too. But when I was 16, uh, I visited my brother at college, and, and he was going to Murray State University in western Kentucky. He played football there. And so I went to visit him, and he had a friend. His name was Stanley Vanko. And, and, uh, and, uh, Gary was living a Christian life then, and and Stanley was uh, he was Japanese American guy, and he uh, was just living the Christian life all the time, and and I'd never seen that before as a teenager. Okay, now this may sound crazy. When you're a preacher's kid, you think your mom and dad are paid to be good, right? You think that's their job to to read the Bible, that's their job to witness, that's their job to do all those things. Okay, so I grew up in a church, and I and I thought that's it because I didn't see other teenagers doing this stuff. But when I visited my brother and I saw this guy, I thought, that's it. That's, that's how you live the Christian life. Every day. It, it was a lifestyle for him. And, and uh, <clears throat> that touched my life so much that I went out between two dormitories and I prayed this prayer, which is unbiblical, but I prayed it. I says, God, I want to be a Christian all the way or not at all. And that day my life changed. I felt my heart filled with God's love. I came back to Franklin High School, uh, the old old school, the old, old school now. Uh, went up in the, to the library, sat across from my friend George, and I told him what I did and how I was dead serious about loving God and loving Jesus and, and living this out like that. And instead of him going, wonderful news or whatever, he laughed in my face and told me I was nuts. And that was good. It's good for me. It was sink or swim, right? And and uh, I, I, I remember that. I remember going to a... To a I think it was my high school's 50 reunion. My best friend's name was Jeff Hill. And I remember Jeff coming up to me. He says, you're still talking about Jesus, aren't you? After all these years, I said, yeah, I am. Because he, he, he changed my life. And, and uh, so I can take you back to that place. And my question for you is this. Where's your place? Where is the place that you have in your life that you remember that you had that encounter? That you remember that you decided to become a follower of Jesus? If you don't have that place, you can make today your place. You can make today that place that you decide in your heart. Yeah, you know, I want that. I want that all the way. And so we have to love God with with all of our heart and and with all of our mind. Bring up the next slide, Pat. There you go. Um, and I think it has to be a passion. Um, 
You have this burning inside you. You want to see him. You want to hear his voice. You want to be with him. You think you'll die if you're not. And, and the reason is this. That's how he loves you. He loves you passionately. Okay? Isn't the death on the cross referred to as the passion? You know? And, and, uh, I think of different scriptures about that, you know, that God loved us so much that, that he gave his only son. And so the deal is this. I think we have to love him passionately. That deep in our heart we love God with, with all of our being. Okay? Still here? Amen. That sounded good. Yeah. Because we have to do that. Secondly, we have to love him personally. That's with our soul. Our soul is, is, is who we are. The soul speaks of our identity. Okay? Uh, the Greek word, we get the word psyche from that. Okay? Every person in the world bears the image of God. Every person in the world has the fingerprint of God. That's why it's so important in the Old Testament, thou shalt not kill. Because you're killing someone who's made in the image of God. And, and so we have to love God with our all of our soul. And and uh, and just love him and, 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 and sense that there's wonder. Uh, when God made the world, he said, this is good, this is good, this is good. But when he made people, he said, this is very good. And so to love God with our, all of our identity and all our soul is, is to love him in the, in the mystery and to love him in the wonder of it all. How many have ever been to the Grand Canyon? How many have ever been to the Grand Canyon? It's like, uh, awesome. And that's, I looked up pictures of the Grand Canyon. There's not even one picture that can hold a candle to being there in person. I remember Mark and I went once, to, we went to a conference in uh, Phoenix and I said, we're close enough to the Grand Canyon, we're going. So we drove the Grand Canyon, and you look at the Grand Canyon, and it's like, wow, it's crazy. And then you can walk away to your car and get a drink or something, and and uh, you can come back, and you look at it, and you go, wow, that's the Grand Canyon, okay? When we love God with, with all of our soul, we, we worship Him in, in wonder, okay? Uh, we we tell Him that we love Him. Uh, we We understand there's a mystery to this thing. It's bigger than us. He's bigger than us. And, and, uh, we love him with, with all of our being. Uh, back to the book of Revelation again. Johnny Erickson Todd, I don't know who she is or not, but she was a, a really cool Christian and she's a paraplegic and, and, uh, uh, she had an accident, but she writes and sings and does all kinds of things, does art. So I think she, she does it with a pencil in her, in, in, in her mouth and, and she describes in the book of Revelation, if you ever read, read the book of Revelation, you'll see the angels before the throne. And the angels before the throne will go, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And then it says they kind of turn away. Then they come back, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. She describes it, the wonder of God like this. She says it's like if you play peekaboo with a baby. And you go, peekaboo, and the baby goes, oh, you know, and responds. And then two minutes later, you do it again. The baby goes, oh. She says it's like this. She says the angels are, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And they look away. And then they come back, holy, holy, holy. That every time there's there's awe, every time there's wonder. To love God with all of our soul is to worship him in wonder. To tell him that we love him, that we care about him. So we love him passionately. Uh, we love him with, with all of our, our soul, right? Uh, we love him intelligently okay this may sound crazy with our mind loving god with this this you see how brilliant i am here right loving god with all your mind literally means loving god with all your mind (laughs) there you go i'm not a rocket scientist right but 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 that's the deal uh it means that we love god logically creatively seriously humorously intuitively and thoughtfully 
Einstein said, said this. He said, never lose a holy curiosity. And he says, I have no special gift. I'm only passionately curious. We love God with, with all that we are. The, the scripture, all, all truth, first of all, is God's truth. It doesn't matter. There's other truth than in just this book. All truth is God's truth. Okay? Um, the scripture is a category all by itself. Uh, God's written revelation. But I put this up even though I don't like math. Mathematics reveals a unique dimension of God's personality too. So does art. So does science. Everything reveals something about the creator. That we love God with our mind. Uh, we love him for all that he is. And, and uh, um, it's just important that we follow him. Jesus one day uh, goes to, to Sychar. He, he encounters a woman at the well. And, and uh, they have this discussion. And, and, and uh, anytime, sometimes when you're talking to people and it starts getting a little edgy with, for them, they will change the subject. And so she got theological on Jesus. You know, she says, you guys worship down there and we worship up here. And, and, and Jesus even says this to her. He says, you Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is of the Jews. Yet a time is coming, and it's now come when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. Okay? Jesus says, you, 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 you don't know what you're doing. You're worshiping the wrong thing. You're worshiping the wrong place. He's, he's, he's saying that, that we're to worship God with all we are, and, and the scripture tells us who God is, and we're to worship Him that way. Sometimes we, have you ever apologized and, and just kind of said the words but didn't really mean it? Any of you guys ever been married? <laughs> Sometimes I apologize. If I say to Liz, I apologize, she knows I, I don't mean it. Because if I use that word, she knows I'm, I'm lying. Right, so you know, sometimes I go oh, okay, and and and, and I'm, she's sitting right back there. I say okay, then that way I just want to end the thing, right? Everybody just want to end the thing, so you just say something. Oh, come on, you guys! I'm up here by myself. My wife's sitting right back there. I'm dead if you don't join in. Sometimes we're that we're that way with God. We say the prayer, we sing the songs, we do this or that, and, and, and there's nothing stirring on the inside. There's nothing happening up here. It's just kind of just a process that we go through. And, and uh, when we love God with all our mind, we, we, we love him with all of our mind, and we really try to demonstrate that. We are disciples of Jesus, okay? And, and we're supposed to be growing uh, in all different kinds of ways. And, and you know what the word disciple means? It just means learner. Mathetes is a Greek word. It means a learner, an apprentice, someone who's learning. And so as we grow as a follower of Jesus, we, we grow in, in our mind. We study God's word. We learn to, to apply it and, and put it into practice. And so we love God, you know, with all of our mind. Last thing, we love God physically. Okay? Uh, that's with our strength and, and, and with our energy. Um, it means expending tremendous amounts of energy for the kingdom of God. In, in other words, it's blood, sweat, and tears that we serve God, that we do things. Uh, uh, because servanthood means sacrifice. Uh, when we carried the flag, that was energy for me. When you carry that flag and hold your hand up like that forever, you're, 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 you switch hands. And, and then, and then in, in the parade, uh, I told your dad to come pick me up, and I told him the wrong thing. Like, cause I'm supposed to be the, I was a designated prayer at different points in the parade. And so I said, come back and pick me up. And I meant, uh, 
something. And so he had, he was in a golf cart. And so he didn't come back the first time. And so I ran. Okay. I don't run. But, but I ran and I got there and I went, okay, God, thank you for the veterans, you know, or whatever. And, uh, and then after that, he did pick me up. Okay. But serving God is some energy. Okay. Uh, a lot of times Christians are, they're bored like teenagers. Well, I'm just bored. Do something. Right? Serve. There's all kinds of things, you know, uh, that, that you can do, uh, to serve God. And, and let me just tell you this. When you stand for Jesus, he's not, he's not going to say, well, well said, good and faithful servant. You know, those are, he's not going to go, those are some really good words. You know, thank you very much for that. You know, no, he's going to say this. He's only going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. In other words, we, we need to do some stuff, okay? And, and, uh, I think love is, is sometimes measured by the energy. You know, that, that's expended. Give you a picture. Maybe we go, we do all kinds of things here. This is a block party. We, we do lots of stuff. If you're a guest, we do, our philosophy is to demonstrate God's love to everyone in our town. And so we, we do, I could name all kinds of things. This is a block party we do every year at Anthony Wayne School. And it's on math night, which I don't even go in on math night, but, but when they come out, we have all kinds of things. We, we cook out for them. We have games. We have all kinds of stuff. And, and it takes time and it takes energy to do all those kinds of things. Okay? And, th- and this service is not happening, but in the second service, there will be people back in those rooms watching babies. And there will be people upstairs teaching. And, and if you're in the second service, you'll hear, it sounds like a buffalo stampede. When they get done worshiping out, the, there's, a, there's a room right up there where the top of that wall, it's called, it's called The King's Island and uh, with definite article. And then they come out and go in the hallway and somebody's there teaching them. Someone's spending time with them. When we love God with all of our strength, we love Him physically, and we demonstrate it. And and uh, I put this in my notes. It's, I think I stole it from someone. We pray like it depends on God, and we work like it depends on us. Okay, I think that's a that's a good statement. So we need to love the Lord our God with all of our strength too. And and this is the deal. Our love for God didn't start with us. It, it started with Him. Okay. You know, for God's love of the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so, and in First John, I think it even says this verse. It says, you know, we love him because he first loved us. He started the whole thing. And so we respond back to him in love. We love him with all that we are, okay? Um, that scripture I read is, is this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And with all your strength. So we're going to talk about this all summer long. About loving God. And loving our neighbor. And and sharing what what love is. So just bow our heads for a second. And uh, maybe you've never come. Maybe you need to make this day. This place the time that you decided. To be serious about really following Jesus. That you would love him with all your heart. And your mind. Your soul. And your strength. And so uh, let me say a prayer. Then Liz and I are going to just sing. We're going to sing a song together. So Lord just thank you for your love. Thank you that you first loved us. And so, Lord, just uh, speak to our hearts even as we sing together. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. And I don't have a chord. i got to get a chord. Sorry about that. You good? You already knew sometimes that I'll say I'm sorry and don't mean it, right? Okay. (laughs) Just just want to make sure.
And she calls me and I that's right. There's an old worship song that we've done a long, long time ago. You good? Let me come over. You guys sing along. More love, more power, more of you in my life. More love, more power, more of you in my life. I will worship you with all of my heart. I will worship you with all of my mind. I will worship you with all of my strength. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. More love, more power. More of you in my life. More love, more power. More of you in my life. I will seek your face with all of my heart. I will seek your face with all of my mind. I will seek your face with all of my strength. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. Amen. She's still cute. We do this every Sunday. To remind us of who we are and whose we are. So take one of these out if you can. And I know they're hard to get open, but we've got new ones coming. They're already here, but we haven't, we're going to use the old ones up first. And we do this to remember what Jesus did for us. That he demonstrated what ultimate love is. Jesus said this. He says, greater love hath no man than this, that a man will lay down his life for his friends. And so we do this every Sunday to remember those things and to remind us of who we are. So I'll give you a minute to get those things open. So thanks, Bonnie. We always say this prayer too, just to center our hearts. So let's say this prayer together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this remembrance of me. He says, after supper, he took the cup. He says, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. The Apostle Paul, writing to the church at Corinth, said this. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. Until he comes. And so we remember what Jesus did. That he was broken and poured out. And we are reminded that we're to do the same.
Amen. Let's all stand. Grab someone's hand beside you if you want to. If you don't want to, don't. We'll continue this all summer long. We're going to talk about love. And they're all, you're going to have some assignments to do too. Yay. Homework. Things you'll have to do. Right? And have to expend some energy to do some things. So let's just close in prayer. So Lord, we thank you for your love and mercy and your grace. God, I thank you that you first loved us. So God, help us to love you back. And God, I know the way to love you best is to love the people you made. So God, as we go from this place today, help us, God, to be your hands and feet. Use us, Lord, to tell people the good news that Jesus loves them. In Jesus' name, everyone said, amen. Bless you. Have a good day.